the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show, live and local. There's something in media called Local Local. And they like local, local, i.e. someone who serves in your community and talks about issues tied towards you. Local, local is big in the advertising world. Anyway, I'm already getting off topic. (laughs) It's Wednesday. It's uh, Wednesday, and I cannot wait until Friday. It's been one of those weeks, if you know what I'm saying. Take a look at Wall Street. Can you give me a whoa? And I'm going to talk all things financial today. Let Let me tease that. I've got... Just stories up the wazoo, and the wazoo is right next to the prostate, I learned. Uh, got a story on GM and eBay. Got a big thing on CBS and how their their season's going so far. Eight reasons to say I'm still worried about real estate. We got a big Toyota recall that probably affects a lot of people in the Bay Area because it's tied towards the Prius. You're going to want to stay tuned to that. How about the top 15 toys of the year? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're rolling through the month of October now. October, November, December, so we're what? 80 days till Christmas? Under 100 days. It's time to panic. I got. I got. What do I got? I got the top 15 toys for the season. We've got a lot of technology, too. Got San Francisco Bay Area real estate prices. I'll, oh yeah, I'm going to cover everything today. But I'm a Wall Street guy. I'm an ex-Wall Street guy. That's, that's in my blood. I'm a Gordon Gecko type. I hate suspenders and I hate business suits, but everything else about Wall Street I love. Market opened with a massive crash this morning, and boom, it's recovered. Boom. It's nice. It's nice to see. A little bit of zigzaggy. Chicago. The manufacturing in Chicago contracted this morning. There was a data point that Wall Street did not like. Swine flu vaccine. Top business concern. That continues to be a story in the headlines. And here's an opportunity for you to invest in some of the names and kind of get ahead. If you think swine flu is going to go crazy and kill people, if you think we're going to be talking, you know, parents pushing each other at elementary schools, your kid sneezed on my kid, I could see it happening. I could see that happen. People freak out. You know, parents can't even watch their kids play softball or t-ball without freaking out on each other. What happens if your kid sneezes on another kid? No one's going to like that. So the big plays in the world of... Swine flu, companies like Sinovac, Biochris, Cephid, Quidel, Gilead, Glaxo, Baxter, Hemispherics, Crucial, Novavax, Vehicle. Crucial just got a big investment from Pfizer. They own roughly 20% of the company. Down the road, Pfizer may say, you know what? The swine flu is killing more people. We need, we need more of what you do. This is a call-in show. So anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Today, for instance... I'm going to give out the phone number, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Today, for instance, there's a big story on Congress. 
And does this surprise you? Congress is on the verge of giving itself a bump in their annual budget. Even though we're in a recession, they're going to take more of our taxpayers and give it to themselves. Local governments, families, businesses, we're all tightening our belts, and they're, they're, they're loosening it another notch. They're going from belt size 40 to 42. Now, under a Senate conference measure approved by the House last week, poised for passage in the Senate, spending for the legislators' branch is going to increase 6% this year, 5.8%. Their budget is $4.7 billion. That's ridiculous. That's the GDP of some small countries. And the measure includes a hodgepodge of new funding for lawmakers, $500,000 pilot program, so they can send out postcards about town hall meetings. Can you believe, isn't that infuriating that we're going to let them use $500,000 to send out postcards? What was that? Jen's, Jen is always tight on the board. I thought I heard some polka music going. $30,000 for receptions on foreign dignitaries and $4 million for consultants. Get this. This pisses me off. This makes me angry. Majority Leader Henry Re- Harry Reid is a Democrat out of Nevada. And Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, they're going to get up to nine consultants each. And Senate President Pro Robert Byrd, he's going to get up to three more. Robert Byrd is so freaking fracking old. Like, he, he's just skin and bones. Like, why does he need more? Shouldn't he have, have, have all the knowledge that he needs to have at this point? That's $15.8 million for more salaries, plus an extra 950000 for administrative expenses. Out of control, or Congress is out of control. Their approval rating is lower than George W. Bush's when he left office. Funding for the House office buildings are going to jump a staggering 128%. Some of that money is going to go to replace a roof at an office building. An additional $50 million is being allocated to renovate the Cannon House office building. It's stunning. It's stunning that they are so fiscally irresponsible. Growth of expenditures, particularly in these times, it's terrible. Terrible. 800-345-5639. Let's take a look at the markets. Now, again, I already told you, we opened down and whoosh, we went right back up. This market's resilient. It's trying to go higher. I would be totally happy with the S&P 500 ending the year right here. If it goes sideways for three months, I'd be totally happy. Talk about the stories of the day. GM and that eBay. That deal, remember, they're going to sell cars on eBay? They canceled it. That deal's no good, not going anywhere. American Express, talking about how well the markets are doing this year. American Express leads the 30 stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Year to date, it's up 83%. Now, why do I tell you that? Did I tell you to buy American Express? I did not. American Express is a credit card company, a business credit card company, and they're up 83% when we're in a recession. Goldman Sachs, I just saw someone up, up their, their price target on it to 250 You could have got it for $60 during the crisis. It's in the 150 range now. What's up? What am I trying to teach you? When, when the, the S is hitting the fan, that's when you want to be buying stocks. Buy when you can, not when you have to. Cisco is the number two winner this year. It's up 43%. JP Morgan's up 42%. Exxon Mobil, it's lost 14%. And Walmart, down 12% this year. Yesterday, we talked about the stock market's normal behavior, referring to how it sold off in the prior week and quickly rebounded. Now, today, we witnessed additional normal behavior when the market responded positively to better-than-expected home price data and negatively to weaker-than-expected consumer confidence. Now, the reading... Right now is that there's a lot of uncertainty. 
There's economic recovery effort going on. We know that. The ADP employment change report leaves some questions for recovery. So every day we're getting some economic data that we're going, is the economy going to improve? Is the economy going to go down? Why is this important to you? Because your job's in it. Your 401k is in it. Your retirement's in it. Your real estate's in it. And the ADP report said 254,000 jobs were cut from private payrolls in September. That was better than the revised number of 277,000 last month, but worse than the expectations. We're still losing a lot of jobs. Now, the ADP number, it sent the market down, but then we got better than expected results from Nike, Micron, Jabel, and Darden Restaurants. And again, we opened with a whoosh down, and we recovered all. Interesting to note that Fed member, Federal Reserve, he's a big banker, a guy named Lockhart. He says... The worst is likely ahead for commercial real estate. And he said the return to bank lending, unlikely in near term. Let's get a phone call. Let's get a Frank in Napa. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm good. But how are you doing? Uh, Wonderful. Uh, I got a question. I know you're not nuts about real estate, but I think this kind of makes sense. I got a kid going to school in Arizona. Uh, I pay for uh, uh, her room and board in the dorms. I can buy a house there and have it's it's cheaper for me to pay for the house than for room and board in the dorm, so I can cover it that way. Uh, she's going to be there for four years, three you know another three years. Uh, plus the write-off on the house wouldn't it make sense to do that? And considering the home prices are below ninety thousand dollars, so it's pretty easy to make the payment. Wouldn't that make sense to do that? You're not going to get much of a write-off because you're not living in the house. Now, your daughter's going to go to school for four years there? Yes. What happens, and this is just an if, and don't get mad at me, what happens if she meets a boy and drops out after one quarter? Uh, then I could still cover uh, the payment okay. with uh, renting the place out. And even if I don't, I'm not that financially strapped that I can't just make a payment. Okay. I, I'm totally with you. Um, I have no problem with what you're doing. I would prefer that you look at it as a 10-year process than a four-year process. Well, I wasn't going to get rid of it after four. The idea was uh, I'm banking on real estate being more long-term as in 10 years because I think it's going to take 10 years for that market to come back. Okay. And uh, I, I I, would be careful. Where in Arizona is she going? Uh, ASU. Okay, college towns have an appeal because, like you said, it's a college town and kids are always going to want to rent it. My advice would be, if you're going to do this, again, like I said, look at it as a 10-year thing. I would look at getting property management after four years because you really don't want to deal with a college kid clogged toilet. You want someone else to get that phone call in the middle of the night, so to speak. Yeah, and I got that kind of factored in there, too. Okay, good, good. It's about going to be about 8% of your mortgage um, or 8% of, of the rent, so to speak, is the typical norm for property management. I would again right. look at it in a tenure level. I would probably go closer to the college or close to yeah. a hospital. Try to get it somewhere where someone might want to take it off your hands at some point in time. Right, um, and I kind of got that. Yeah, I'm looking at all those angles. Go, go a little bit nicer than what you're going to think. And I would even um, stretch your legs as far as try to find a single family home versus a townhouse or condo. Yeah, uh, because Okay, because the housing there is so cheap, there's not a lot of difference. Um and that's about all I got for you. I, I, I don't have a, a problem with you doing that. Are you maxing out your 401k? Are you saving enough for retirement? Are you doing everything else right? Yeah, I got that covered. Okay. So just don't look at this as saying, don't lick your chops and go, this is going to be my big golden nugget. 
that I'm going to retire off of. No, no, it's just kind of like a, I, I, I'm not going to lose on the deal as far as, you know, I, I really don't think those houses are going to go down. And if I have to get out of it in 10 years, I don't think I'm going to lose. Okay. But I've got a potential upside. Another thing you could start doing is try to do a little bit of research to make sure that you're not buying in a community that has a lot of foreclosures. Well, that whole area is foreclosures. Try to find an area that there's not a lot of foreclosures if you can, because that's going to tell you that's the most desirable neighborhood. Right. Um, right. I live in a city that in my block, there hasn't been one foreclosure. And I'm not saying that's a source of pride. That's a source of protection. So um, try to find it. And I talked to a couple of realtors down there and, and, you know, express your concerns. And and, um, I would go off that level. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate your your, uh, quirkiness on the show. I am kind of quirky, aren't I? Yeah, you are. But you know what? You don't have to bring your sleeping bag to listen to your show. That's the great thing about your financial show. You're very kind. And thanks for the listening. Thanks. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Thank God I don't smoke. Not only is it a nasty, dirty habit, but it's burning up your wallet. Starting in October, I believe October 1, City of San Francisco is going to start imposing a new 20-cent fee for a pack of cigarettes sold in San Francisco. 87-cent cigarette tax in California. $3.46-cent cigarette tax in Rhode Island is the highest. So, buck one, federal taxes, 30.6 million number of cigarette packs sold in San Francisco in 2008. Those are some crazy numbers, right? So, 30.6 million packs, add another 20 cents, tax man comes. I am the tax man. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. We can talk about anything that is on your financial mind, or if you just want some love advice, I can do that too. It's Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial or trying to talk all things financial kind of interesting alan greenspan you know he's the former fed reserve he's our our head banker he's been replaced by a guy named ben bernanke and uh, he kind of looks like a frog with glasses which is how i would refer to larry king as looking a frog with glasses former federal reserve chairman alan greenspan said he sees the u.s economy slowing next year he says the odds are that we flatten out that's flattening out will put some sort of dull face on 2010 greenspan said he expects the economy to grow at three to four percent annual pace in the next six months before slowing down as a result, unemployment isn't likely to decline much from last month's 9.7% rate, even so he doesn't expect the economy to relapse into recession next year. It's just a note. Now, he was miserably wrong, and he made some huge mistakes. After 2001, 9-11, he lowered interest rates to make sure that the world economies would continue to chug, continue to work. In face of terrorism, he helped the world economies, but that contributed to the real estate bubble. And if you don't think it was a bubble, you're smoking crack. You're like Bobby Brown. Crack is whack. So anyway, he says, we are still, by any measure, in a disinflationary environment. You just got to put this in perspective. You know, you build a case. You don't panic. You know what stuff is coming. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's go to James in San Jose. James? Hey, Rob. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good, thanks. 
What's on your mind, James? Uh, hey, I had a quick question about uh, Sirius Satellite Radio. I I've, I've bought this way back, I think, 2001, uh, for years after that, all the way up until the merger with XM. And uh, as you know, probably it tanked. Uh, my dollar cost average on it is like um, probably around $3 a share, and it's down at $0.69 cents or so last time I checked. Uh, my question being, should I sell this and take the capital loss the deduction on it and put that money towards a uh, funding in the an IRA of some sort. Um, how much money is it if you were to sell it all now? Uh, I've I've lost nine thousand on it. Yeah, that's a lot of money. So yeah. it's gonna be tough for me, man to man, tell you to get out of it. But I'll give you my opinion on where it goes from here, and know that this year it's gone from roughly sixty cents to twenty cents to sixty cents. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's at, it's at its high right now. The problem that I have with Sirius XM Satellite is the car industry is struggling. And they need the car industry to get, you know, people, you know, the car salesmen to sell it. Uh, people who want XM Satellite have it. Uh, people who want Sirius have it. Now, they've got some very expensive deals, but they've got some pretty nice deals. They've got the NFL. They've got the NHL. They've got Howard Stern. They've got Martha Stewart. Unique programming. Now... I think its best days are behind it because I think some of the technologies that are coming out in the next three to five years, James, are going to make it dysfunctional. And what I mean by that is you're going to have your car enabled with a technology that already you can plug in your iPod, right? But soon you're going to be able to plug into your home computer and listen to what you want, when you want, where you want it. Cars will be Internet enabled in the next three to five years and radio stations will be coming out of the woodworks uh, to get content out there. I would let go of it if you can, knowing that they got too much debt and knowing that this company really doesn't have a bright future. When and if Howard Stern leaves, the company's dead. And when and if Howard Stern stays, the company's going to have to pay big dollars to keep them. Um, I have Sears Satellite Radio, and I love it. It's enjoyable for me. I like their alternative music station. Um, But there's other ways for me to get my alternative music fix. I don't need to be paying $12 a month. Um, and the average person is going to cut that. Their profit margin is negative 233%. Their total debt is $3.3 billion. And their total cash is $500 million, And they're losing money pretty aggressively. Um, they need to raise money. So what I think is going to happen is Liberty Media is going to acquire them. Liberty Media has already loaned them money. And in case Sirius goes bankrupt, Liberty Media is going to take their satellites. Uh, because that's the biggest expense that they got. 18 million subscribers, 250 channels, CD, music quality, NFL, NASCAR, Major League, Major College Games, Oprah Winfrey. Um, I mean, I guess we all get it, but I think the best of the technology was more early 2000 than late 2000 for uh, satellite radio. I'm not telling you to take a loss, because if it goes up 20, 30 cents, that's significant. Well, um, yeah. if it goes down 20, 30 cents, you know, you, you lost a good chunk of change as well, so... I don't see how they're going to make it with their financing without hurting shareholders um, with debt issuance. And I don't know. I, I just see the risk is too high, in my, in my opinion. What, Go ahead. What's the, what's the amount of loss that I can take back and uh, deduct in a year? You can do $3,000 on a loss of your uh, versus your income. Now, and, you can, and you can carry over for and years, you, right? And you can carry over for years. So you'll be able to take that. And, if, for instance, let's say you sell a, a rental property and you get a $100,000 gain on it. You have a $100,000 loss. You can you can match those two up. So if you ever have extraordinary gains in your life, you'll be able to uh, lower take those losses for a long period of time or take okay. them right there up front. So thanks for the call, James. All right, thanks. Yep. Gloom and doom. It's the gloom and doom show, ladies and gentlemen.
How about how about a little Christmas music? Can I dial up some Christmas music? Please. Some holiday music. Come on, Jen, hit me. Why do I want Christmas music? Christmas music. Um, because I'm trying to feel I'm trying to break this gloom and doom thing. Walmart's gonna offer over a hundred toys for ten dollars during the holiday season. Now, I hate Walmart. I think they're a, a vile, nasty, evil company, except for when they buy sponsors on the show. Then I love them, but I think they're an interesting investment. I don't own any shares of Walmart. They've totally messed up international investing. But down the road, I can make a case for it because they're bigger than number two, three, four, and five put together. Now, the success of their $10 for 10 toys for $10 toy program last year, they expanded it. For 100 toys for $10. The movie's latest in increasingly heated holiday toy battle season. Frugal shoppers, the battle is for you. Walmart says they've worked out with their suppliers over the last year to offer an assortment of top brands, classic toys, and newly released items for $10 or less, including Barbie dolls, Transformer action figures. This year it's bigger, it's better. It's about the wish list for kids, and we know these price points will help parents deliver. So says Walmart. The discount giant said the $10 prices would last through Christmas. Some of the toys feature markdowns of as much as 50% from regular prices. They want to get you in the store. Not necessarily so they can make money off toys. They want to get old people in the store because they got the prescriptions for 4 bucks. Not so they can make money off the prescriptions, but so that you buy milk and you buy Total and you buy your Wheaties and you buy you know a shirt there. They want to get you in. Retailers are going to use this holiday season with a different mindset than they did a year ago. No big surprise. Now, some of the toys include... New Transformer 2 Deluxe action figures. Barbie cut and style Rapunzel. That just sounds scary. Games such as Connect 4, Battleship Monopoly, Trouble, and Jenga. Which one of those did? Oh, you know they're going to make a Battleship Broadway show? Broadway's, Broadway's desperate. So they're going to start taking some of the old things that we used to love as kids, now that we're adults, and they're going to bastardize them and make Broadway shows out of them. So Battleship's coming to Broadway soon. Um, other big store, uh, other big toys. They got a Play-Doh burger builder set. I used to eat Play-Doh. I used to eat sand. I was a kid who, who didn't have a lot of creativity in my, uh, in my, in my, uh, diet, so to speak. Hot Wheels trick track, Lego Bionicle legends, new Nerf and force sword. I don't think we need swords. Swords in our society should probably be retired. Other things. My little pony, so soft newborn. Now, here's the 15 hottest toys for the year. Now, those are the toys that I just gave you were Walmart's 100 toys for 10 bucks or less. Okay, well, let's do the top 15 toys. Trio King's Castle. That's number 15. Number 14, Transformers Bumblebee Helmet. Number 13, Sesame Street Tickle Hands Elmo. Number 12, Paparoni Deluxe Studio. Nerf and Surf. Strike Raider, Moxie Airbrush Gallery, Live Dolls, Littlest Pet Shop Adoption Center. Oh, listen to that. Littlest Pet Shop Adoption Center. Isn't that sweet? We're teaching our kids how to adopt pets instead of uh, eating them. Laugh and Learn Learning Farm, Holiday Barbie, Handy Manny's Repair Shop, Dora Loves Puppy. Aw, Dora Loves Puppy. Robert Likes Kicking Puppy. Kidding, kidding, kidding. I have a wonderful Vishla, Maisie the Wonder Vishla, and uh, love that dog. Uh, Chico's Design Luxury Loft. Number two, a 7-in-1 Maxis Dragnoid. I don't know what a Dragnoid is. I, I think I'm out of touch. 
And the number one gift, according to Kmart? Baby alive, whoopsie-doo. I know. Hey, the guy lost a lot of money on Sirius Satellite Radio, and I'm trying to get everyone in a a cheery mood. Ho, ho, ho. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black's show. biases towards rap beastie boys if you explore the best of the beastie boys you'll find it's crazy contagious wonderful exciting and hip and cool lose your bias if you got a bias the beastie boys top 10 artists of your lifetime you gotta you gotta dial in if you haven't they've done too much good work 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air it's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air got an email from a lady A lady, whoa, 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 she's a lady, Carol, and she's invited me to come speak to a conference called a Good Teaching Conference, and it's coming up in January. Then we get to talk to 800 new California teachers and basically give them some basic financial concepts on, you know, how to save your money, how to allocate in your thrift savings plans or how to allocate in your 403Bs or, you know, whatever plans that you may be tied to. Talk about, you know, marriage because they're coming out of college. Talk about financial issues tied towards that. If anyone wants me to come speak at their conference, I'll gladly do it. Gladly do it. Um, last year, someone had me come speak at Pebble Beach. They said, do you, how much money do you, do you want? I'm like, how about a round of golf? Um, I will gladly do it for a beer. I'm just, I love what I do, and I'm very lucky to do it. So find me online at robblack.com. Let's go to a phone call. Let's go to Tony. And if I can help teachers or cops or Coast Guard or people who truly are like the, the service, service agents of our, our life, I'd love to. Let's go to Tony and Santa Ramon. Tony. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? I'm How okay. You Thank you. Hey, uh, by the way, you kept me from paying down my mortgage. Good okay. man. <laughs> uh, what happened to your, your show and your seminar that you were going to do in Pleasanton? Canceled them. I'm canceling all my seminars for the rest of the year, just taking some time off for myself. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll get back to seminars next year. Okay, great. Uh, I had a quick question on uh, Petrobras. Yes. Um, I noticed today the stock was up something like 176%, and, and I was wondering if I was reading that correctly. Um, you gave out the wrong ticker to our screeners. You're, they're, they're, there's a company very close to Petrobras, um, but you gave out a company that is Petrobras Energy Participionos. Um, and what that is, is it's a main energy, uh, business. You don't want PZE, you want PBR. PBR is the one that I own. And this year it's gone from 15 bucks to 45 bucks. Um, so it's a big winner as far as the year goes. So there's a slight difference and, um, be careful on which one you ultimately end up owning. Okay. Okay. I was just curious. I saw the pop this morning on that, on that particular stock, on the other stock. On the PZE? PZE, yes. Yeah, that's, um, I'm not sure what's going on with that. So it's gone from, it looks like it's gone from $5 to $17 today. Let's see if there's anything. 
Interesting. What's interesting to note about this is the Molly Fools called this on this Petrobras Energy back on August 28th, and a month later it goes from 5 to 17, so give them credit. Um, I don't know why it's popping, though. Okay. So thanks for the call. Thank you. Yep. Um, interesting. PZE is a, kind of a bastardization holding company for Petrobras, and today it's having just a monster day. It looks like the data may be wrong, but... I can't quite figure it out. Let's see. Anyway, I'm going to drop that because I can't figure it out and trying to figure it out on radio. Maybe they're being acquired or a deal's been announced. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's talk. What should we talk? Hmm. Let's talk a little technology. Let's talk Apple Computer. New York Times did a piece yesterday now again i'll repeat this until i'm blue in the face I like the wall street journal I like the financial times i like the new york times or the san francisco chronicle i use it for my cat litter box it's lovely not a very good paper for financial information okay paper for sports now the new york times great paper they did a report yesterday talking about a, a tablet computer and they're going to hire who to market it one obvious candidate is a guy named Michael Tchow. He was one of the original developers of the failed Newton. Now, the Newton was a PDA, a personal digital assistant, and it was kind of a tablet PC long before we ever thought of a tablet PC. Go Google Apple Newton. It was a massive, massive flop. So it's interesting that he's returning to his old Cupertino stopping grounds, absence of 15 years. No one knows what his new duties are going to entail at Apple. And Apple's not going to comment on the matter, nor is he going to respond to messages, but identifying a market for the much-rumored Apple tablet, it's certainly amongst Mr. Chow's where he would get credit or blame for convincing John Scully, Apple's former CEO, to integrate the company's handwriting technology into a consumer device. He got the scars and the great ideas, so he got it all. Now, the Apple tablet's coming. Too many people are getting hints of it. What do you think that will do to the share price? It's a whole new market. Apple sells iPods. Apple sells computers. Apple sells phones. They're going to be selling something new. It'll probably be in the $600 range. That's what we're thinking. Now, there's a website called Gizmondo. It's one of those blogs out there that more people think is correct than incorrect. It's one of the useful blogs out there in technology. They're doing a little report today on Steve Jobs, talking with several media companies rooted in print, negotiating content for a new device. So Steve Jobs is out there negotiating content for a new device. Hmm, I wonder what it's going to be. Now he's dealing with, he's going after ebooks and magazines. He's aiming to redefine print. He's established music. He's established movies. He's established TV content. Apple's working hard to load up iTunes with print content from several publishing houses. New York Times is one of them. Paper was approached by Apple back in June to talk about putting the paper into a new device. Now, the R&D labs have long worked on versions of the paper meant to be navigated without a keyboard or a mouse. I showed up on the Windows tablet and multiple formats using Adobe Air. The New York Times, of course, also publishes via their iPhone application. Jobs is really... He wants. He says the New York Times is the best newspaper in the world. 
So the New York Times is going to be one of those plays that Jobs wants, and he's starting to figure it out. And getting the best newspaper in the world to be on his new tablet would be a bit of a coup. Textbook publishing mentioned in the website in July that McGraw-Hill and Oberlin Press also are working with Apple to move textbooks to iTunes. Once those textbooks are at iTunes, what's going to happen? Well, you get the idea. I love how Steve Jobs is redefining music, movies, television, books, newspapers. He's figured out devices that, that we want to use these products on. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Hey, we can talk about anything. Giants are five out with five remaining. They got no chance. Unless you believe in miracles. I don't believe in miracles. I do believe in Bigfoot, though. I think he's a real hairy guy in New Jersey. I've seen him on the beach before. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. More stimulating talk. years of radio career but this song was used on my national radio show it was the the introduction to the um rob black and your money i don't even remember the name of the show that i did nationally stock talk stock talk and uh the red hot chili peppers that near on near near on near i became i came to hate that because i'd listen to it every top of the hour three hours a night five days a week 52 weeks a year, three plus years. I grew to hate that. But I love the Chili Peppers, American alternative rock band from Los Angeles, California. They've been around since 1983. Does that make you feel old? 26 years. They were kids. Now they have kids. We're all getting old. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. They've won Grammys, seven plus Grammys. Another one of those top 10 bands of Rob Black, all time favorite. To David in Palo Alto. David? Oh, hi, Rob. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I have a question regarding Apple stock, actually. What happened, I own, I, I worked for Apple uh, in 90s and accumulated several stocks of a, uh, Apple Computer. Good. And they are like 10% of my total, uh, net worth, excluding home. Uh, should I just readjust it and make it like 5% or should well, I count to it? If Steve Jobs dies today, uh, how, how are you going to feel if you lose 50%? I won't feel too bad. Okay. So I think Apple is a growth stock. Uh-huh. I think you're on the outer edges of having too much. Mm-hmm. If you can take the risk, you know that it's a growth stock. And I think this time next year, when there's a tablet being sold for the holiday season, uh-huh. I think there'll be some significant buzz. Uh, Apple at some point in time does become too expensive, but only at 30 times this year's earnings. I think it's it's a pretty nice name. They've got a loyal following of shareholders. People brute for Apple. It's trading 27 times next year's earnings, David. I have no problem with you holding on as long as you know the risk. Steve Jobs, he's a skinny man, and he's gone through liver cancer, uh, liver treatment, uh, replacing his liver. That's not good. He is not – now, the the company did okay while he was gone, so we're starting to feel a little bit better, but um, there's some risk there. So I think the stock goes to 220, 225. And at that point in time, I'd start, you know, taking some off the table. Um, I wouldn't buy my mother for 40 times next year's earnings. So, and I love my mother. So in this one at 
30 times this year's earnings, about 27 times next year's earnings, it can get a little bit pricey. But so far, so good. And, uh, man, they've won that battle, David, on the iPhone. They've right, right. won that battle. In fact, I was there when they were developing Newton, is what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Did you look up the Newton? Yeah, I did. In fact, I was working on that project, too, you know. What, what went wrong with the Newton, in your opinion? I think it was, like, way earlier of the time, you know. It's just, like, it wasn't the right time to get into the market, you know. Yeah. What else can you tell me about Apple? Give me some stories. Well, I, like, you know, I'm now retired, and, you know, I worked uh, in Silicon you know, Valley for over 30 years, and I thought that was a great company to work for. I think that was probably the best company I worked and it's really, you know, employee-oriented. And it, like I say, it's just your ideas are the one, you know. They don't care, you know, whether you come at 8 or 12. But as long as you, you know, really bring good ideas on the table, they're really, really rewarding. And they reward the company, you know, people really well. Yep. So, and did you ever meet Steve Jobs? Uh, no, that time he wasn't there. Oh, that's right. That's right. The, the yeah. 90s, he was gone. Uh, yeah. You worked for Gil Emilio, maybe? Yeah, uh, I was there. You know, I was ready to leave at that time, in fact. So, yeah, uh, but majority of my time was when John Scully was there. John Scully, yep, okay. Good stuff, David. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks a lot, Dan. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Steve Jobs is such a nut. He's got a car that he won't put license plates on, in large part because it ruins the look. He's willing to take the ticket. He doesn't want to ruin the look. Joe in Redwood City. Joe? Yeah, Rob, I'm... Got money in a 457 Param held by Ing in a fixed money account, interest account. Okay. And I see where Europe has extended an antitrust probe into the Ing plan or operations. I was wondering how you feel about the security of that money and their fixed interest. Where's the money? What's the money in right now? Most of it's in a fixed interest rate, like 3.5%. And you're worried that ING is getting investigated by the European Union? I'm just wondering what you think of it. Okay. Well, here's what it comes down to. Your account is in your name. And the problem would be if you were to say, Rob, I'm signing my checks to a guy named David Blaine, and he works at ING. But you're writing your checks to ING. You're writing your checks basically to yourself. It's the, the it's in your account. So if ING, let's say they go crazy, CEO of ING decides to, to, he can't touch your money. If he gets up on a bell tower and starts shooting people, your money's still your money. That money can't move from your account. It's If ING goes down, if they face a $10 billion fine because the CEO goes crazy, the company will fail, but your account will be fine and you'll be able to transfer it. I have no problem with your accounts at ING. Thank you. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the Let's go to Bob in San Francisco. Bob? Hey, how you doing, Rob? Great service. I wouldn't go that far. What you up to? I got a question on a short sale. I'm thinking about doing a short sale on the house. and uh, Will that reset my credit card interest rates? Well, you're sell- short selling a house and you're worried that your credit card rates will go higher? That's correct. Good. Um, when you look distressed, credit card companies, credit card companies, they're not, they're basically a local pimp, not a local pimp, um, a local bookie. They're willing to do loans for you on a short term. If you become more needy or if you lose a job or if you short sell a house, they're going to say, you look a little bit riskier and they're, they're going to lend you money, but it's going to be at a higher rate. 
So, yeah, it could affect your credit cards. There's no doubt about it. Um, will it? I, I can't say for certain, but it could. Right. Can I ask you a stock question also? Sure, try. What do you think about a CLFD, uh, Clearfield Incorporated? Um, help me with the ticker again. Um, CLFD, that's um, Clara Laura Frank David. Okay, give me a second now. CLFD. What type of stocks do you own? Give me some idea of of you. I'm trying to get the blue chippers, you know, like the uh, Walmarts, the McDonald's, the Boeing, that kind of stuff. But uh, this one kind of caught my eye. When Did you buy it already? No, not yet. I'm thinking about it because I saw a big drop this morning. Okay, it's down 8%, but the stock's gone from a buck to 449. It hit a high of 44. It's down 9% today. Um, they're an annual, they're, they're finalists for the 10th annual Techni Awards. Let me see what I can tell you about this one. I've never, I've never actually even heard of this company. They're out of Minnesota. They've got $23 million in sales. Let's see. They've been named as a finalist for an advanced manufacturing award, which will be held in the convention center October 22. Um, they present it to companies that have excelled in the production of advanced materials and chemicals, machinery and equipment, electronics, components and measuring instruments, photonics. Let's see. So it's a manufacturing company. I'm trying to find out what else I can get for you. It looks like they're dealing with a lot of fiber optics and related optical network and equipment. Multiplexers, couplers, splitters. Uh, the idea there is we send data through a fiber optic in one stream of color, and you multiplex it and can send more data through different streams of color. That's the idea. Splitters and couplers are tied to it. Um, let me pull up some financials because the story is okay. It's a stock under five dollars. I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't put your milk money in it. So if Mama gives you money to go to the store and get milk, don't buy the magic beans. This is a magic beans kind of company. Um, the revenues are doing nicely. The revenues are doing really nicely. Um, they've recently turned profitable. So it's one of those small cap companies that if you want to take a gamble, let this be the riskiest stock you own, Bob, okay? Right. Um, because this is not for everyone. It's recently become profitable. $23 million is a real amount of money. It's a small cap. It's so far under the radar, I don't know it. Um, and that's one advantage that you have over me. Let me see one more thing, and thanks for the call. Trading at 30 times this year's earnings. I don't think any analysts are following it. There's no PE for next year. I'd get a lot of information. I'd go to sec.gov, and I'd get their quarterly filings and their S filings. Quarterly is what happens quarter to quarter. S is what happens in between the quarter. It's the Rob Black Show. More stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.